United Health Professionals for Iran is a group of medical people who are united globally to assist street protesters who've been attacked hideously as they try to further their cause. One of the professionals here in Australia is actually a pharmacy student at Monash, whose name is Shaz Shirkanzadeh. Now, the report that you sent to me, starting with one from the New York Times in November, yeah. talked of the guards repressing the demonstrators by doing appalling things with paint bullets and even tiny bits of sharpened steel fired at their eyes and sometimes blinding them and then refusing them treatment at hospital. Now, is that still going on? That is still going on. People are terrified at the moment. So it's not going on as that much, only because there isn't much protesters in the streets. But if people go on the streets again, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen again. Because recently they just used another tactic of suppressing people. But they just changed the tactic they've been using. So not blinding people anymore, but poisoning them. Well, the blinding is really a shocking thing because you go out as a demonstrator one minute and the next minute you are possibly blind for life. Now, you talked about the responsibility of medical people and you're in medicine yourself as a student. Yeah. In the spirit of Fred Hollows, the Australian, who brought so much in the way of benefit to people by fixing their eyes. And I just wonder, how can they make doctors in hospitals not do their work to save their patients? Okay, to save the patients, to be honest, there isn't much we can do from here, but it doesn't mean we don't have anything to do about using only hashtags or only keep talking about them, no. So at the first of uh, this revolution happened, I tried to sending money to these people because if they are lucky enough to be able to undergo surgery, if they are lucky enough not to be arrested after the government blinded them, they have to pay everything in private. They are not able to use insurance. They cannot get any help. So there's lots of expenses for that. But the question I was asking, have you been in touch as an individual or organisation? As an individual at first and now as organisation. But the thing is that it is very hard to get in touch with them as an organisation because we are living overseas, which is even more dangerous for them to be in touch with someone who's living in Iran rather than someone living in overseas. Have the doctors themselves tried to treat the blinded people or the partly affected people and suffer the consequences? Yes, they tried. Actually, I had one case which I helped them for their expenses and send them money. But the thing is that now a government threatened her. So uh, she, she just got a lawyer. But the thing is that the doctor is scared at the moment. So he said he should do the surgery later. So it's not even as easy to do the surgery and stuff. The treatment process is very hard at the moment. I can imagine. So what's the current state of things? What's the organization trying to get international people to do? But you know what? Everything goes back to the Australian government. Because when I was working as an individual, I was trying to get other charities' attention who are working and helping people with eye injuries. I actually talked with one of them as well and saw the list of many of them. 
which they even helped with people who has eye injuries in third world countries, but not Iran. And you ask why? Because there is sanctions and we're not able to send money over there. And it goes back to government because the people from Iran government who is doing all of this to their own citizens are able to bring all of the money here and living freely. I can name a lot of them who are living here freely. But there is sanctions for people of Iran, which makes it hard. And it all goes back to the Australian government because they didn't even take any actions to put this brutal regime as terrorist group. How many people, how many demonstrators have been affected? It was several hundred when we checked last with the New York Times article and so on, but that's ages ago. What's it like now? The last thing I know is 1,400 people. But the thing is that we never know exactly, according to the people who's been blinded, in Kurdistan, uh, apparently mostly. So when they were in the hospital, they actually saw more than 20 or 30 people who's been injured in the face, especially in eye. But only out of 20 or 30, only two or three of them has been reported to the media because people are scared. So we can never say how many exactly. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Shaz Shekhanzade, a pharmacy student at Monash who knows of Fred Hollow's enduring quest to save people's eyesight, her inspiration. She's a member of the United Health Professionals for Iran, trying to stop the cruelty 